I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Kate and Mike show. This is a special bonus episode where I am interviewing an amazing woman named Dr. Cleopatra Abdu Camperveen, who I have had the pleasure of getting to know over the last nine months as we've worked closely together in the origin incubator. She is a scientist and university professor specializing in the intersection of reproductive health, human flourishing, and how health is transmitted from one generation to the next. She provides fertility and pregnancy consulting to women and families nationally and internationally through her signature In Bloom programs, Inner Circle, and personalized comprehensive one-on-one consulting. She combines a lifetime of scientific knowledge with Eastern traditions and experiential wisdom to guide women through the many unknowns and mountains of conflicting, confusing information that they face as individuals, mothers, and professionals. And she does this in the most green, natural, compassionate, objective, real, heart-centered way possible. This rare combination of qualities is her signature and the gift that she offers with love, joy, gratitude, and dreams of blissful mommies, babies, and families everywhere. She lives in LA with her husband, Jair, and their three gorgeous babies. And she has a book coming out. She has an incredible protocol for helping women get pregnant, which has a 97% success rate. And she's just had an incredible journey this year that I've been honored to be a part of. So if you are interested in getting pregnant, if you want to know about how to expand a business from something like academia or a more traditional profession and then move into the digital space, then this interview is for you. And I just think everybody needs to know Dr. Cleopatra. I adore her. So enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome, Cleopatra. Thank you. It's so good to be here, Kate. Thank you for being here. So, okay. So tell me, you and I have been connected for a while because you've been a member of Origin for a while. So I was aware of you and I was aware of your work, but when we first announced the smaller group, the higher level program that we were doing, can you tell me where you were in your business and in your life so that it sparked your interest? Absolutely. So I think I was a very early origin member, probably for two years at least now. And when you posted about the mastermind, it was like an answer to my dreams. I am a professor at USC and I was awaiting my tenure decision. And in anticipation of that tenure decision, I knew I would soon be able to be in a position to be a much more public intellectual, to really advertise about the consulting work that I do in fertility and pregnancy, to advertise the Fertility and Pregnancy Institute. And I was looking for a mentor who could work with me in a high touch way on really scaling my business, on really using the internet for my business and just building a platform and visibility outside of academia. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So the first, you know, the first bit of time we were working together, mm-hmm. you were preparing for the mm-hmm. tenure decision, yeah. right? So kind of getting your ducks in order and, and all of that. And then there's sort of been this second half of the year after yes. that came, which is like, so I just really want to say <laughs> congratulations. I mean, it's a big deal. Can you talk about that? What that means for people who aren't familiar with tenure and how it works? Yes, absolutely. So it is a really big deal when you're an academic, someone who gets a PhD, and you happen to be one of the very small number of people who even get PhDs to begin with, but then get PhDs and go into faculty positions at Research One universities, so like the best universities in the country, in the world it's a very small percentage of people who get to do that in the first place. And what happens is, is like you're kind of on a trial period for about six or seven years where you are really working your way up. You're proving yourself every day that you can bring in millions of dollars in grant money, that you can publish in the most prestigious scientific journals, that you can be an awesome teacher and mentor, that you can run a research laboratory if your discipline has research labs, which mine does. And for that trial period, it really is more of a lifestyle than a job. And then when you go up for tenure, they're not like levels of success. It's pass fail. Either you get tenure or you don't. And if you don't get tenure, you're out. It's not even just that you don't get tenure, but all those, you know, six or seven years that you worked for, and even the, all the years before that, that you were getting your PhD and your postdoc, et cetera, you're out of your institution. So it's a really big deal when you get tenure. And I would say for me, compound that by a million. I was the first woman of color to ever be hired on the tenure track in the particular department within USC where I started my faculty position. I was also 31 years old at the time. And then I went on to have three babies within the span of five years on the tenure clock. All of those things are unheard of. All of those things in combination really made my odds of success so small. And it was really a huge, I know you were there with me, at least from, you know, online celebrating the day my tenure decision came in, which was April 19th, 2019. And I'll always remember that date. It's a big deal. It makes me a little teary. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> me too. It really does. It's so, I mean, it really felt like a an accomplishment, not just my own, but of course my parents who sacrificed so much for me to be here in this country, having opportunities like this, where I get to use my voice and my writing and speaking and teaching, but also my husband and my children, because it really is a sacrifice that we all made for me to be successful. So it is a big deal. Thank you for that. (laughs) Well, and then during that whole time also, you had created mm-hmm. this pregnancy and fertility protocol, mm-hmm. but you weren't allowed to tell anybody about it really, well, right? As a professor, like, yes. can you it's talk like, about like, what the guidelines were? Yes. So the problem is that the guidelines are, are very fuzzy. And so to be careful and really do things in the best way you want to as a pre-tenure academic, 
have most of your life be about your academic work, your scholarship and building your reputation. But the whole reason I went to get my PhD and became an academic was because I was so determined to formalize the work that I had been doing on fertility and pregnancy. I lost my mom at birth. And so it was really a lifelong obsession for me, observing moms and women who would one day become moms, studying them. And I, a month after I turned 18, went to the University of Miami, started college and started doing research on pregnancy and started formally developing my fertility and pregnancy protocol, pregnancy preparation and conceiving protocol more specifically. And over the last 23 years have been refining that protocol to bring it to what it is today, which is something so incredible. And we have a 97% success rate, a 12 month, 97% success rate. And it really is a labor of love of the past 23 years, but really the past 41 years, my entire life. And it is the best of science and it is the best of heart. And I think that's what makes it so incredibly successful. But to your point, my business up until coming to work with you and really until my tenure decision was entirely word of mouth because it's not like I could be out there advertising. It would really be frowned upon to be too much of a public intellectual. Many academics do con what we call consulting, but it's still the case that, you know, you're, it's not looked at positively to be a public intellectual prior to getting tenure. But now sort of the floodgates have opened. So you yeah. have this freedom Amen. to let the world know about this protocol that has a 97% success rate. And, yeah. and you as the messenger of this, you're a very unique person. You're a very loving person. You have a very unique energy that I think also the world needs. And so I'm so happy about Thank that. You. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'm so happy too. And I think that you're right now, the floodgates are open. We just started formally advertising, which is amazing. That is such an incredible opportunity. My book will be coming out in 2021, which is the protocol just in book form so that I want it to be accessible by as many people in the world as possible. Not everybody can afford to work one-on-one -on -one with me. Not everybody can afford to do the protocol but almost anybody can gain access to a book, whether they buy it or check it out at the library. And so that was really important to me. That's going to be incredible. Yeah. And so what has it been like for you? You know, what have been the most important parts for you about being part of our smaller group this year as you've been making this somewhat miraculous transition? Yes. Yes, totally miraculous. Oh, so many things. Where to start? I mean, first of all, the community and you and the group of women, that has been so incredible for me. I think one of the reasons I wanted to work with you in a more intensive way was because I had observed you in origin and your work before, and I had observed what an elegant brain you have. And I really admire that. And 
in addition to having this really elegant brain and way of being, I noticed that you're really transparent. So you're super strategic about the way you do your work and the way you live your life and the way you make work fit with the rest of your life and the woman you want to be, the mom you want to be, the wife you want to be, just the human you want to be. And you're super transparent about that strategy. And I knew that that was going to help reduce my learning curve significantly because as an entrepreneur, you know, you're going to have a learning curve. It's just a matter of how steep it's going to be. And my, my desire is to fail as quickly as possible. (laughs) So true. So that I get on the right path as soon as possible. And I knew having a mentor like you looking into my business with me on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, we're on calls on a daily basis, we're communicating in other ways. And I'm asking questions about minutia to higher level questions. And that really has enabled me to fail a lot faster. And I think that just having you as someone who is strategic and transparent about that strategy and having the ability to fail much more quickly and reduce that learning curve has been the most important thing in addition to just having some really amazing new sisters in my life, you and the rest of the women in the group has been such an incredible blessing for me. And you know, that's the way we succeed as women, right? We're, we're so blessed if we have a really strong, supportive man beside us and behind us, like you and I do, our husbands are amazing, but what women really need in order to succeed is an awesome group of women surrounding them and holding them up. And I got that in the incubator. I love hearing that. Did you know, I know that you love data. So did you know, you probably do already, that it's the number one indicator of success for females in career? Yes, absolutely. For sure it is. And that's why we all, and you know, it's the, it's the number one predictor of success in career for females, but probably if we looked at it in other domains, probably in those two, for example, in the ability to prepare for pregnancy and conceive quickly. And probably, easily. yeah, yeah, absolutely. We know it. We know that's an important part of the protocol is having the community, having the support and having the accountability, right? Because the women around us, our sisters hold us accountable for what we want for ourselves. And that is hugely important. It's hugely important. It's so fascinating that you say that with pregnancy and conception, you know, cause you're the scientist here, but I just, I just <laughs> think about, you know, for conceiving how important it is for our body to feel safe. And that having that circle of support for me, at least it, it helps me feel safe and feel held. And I know that allows us to birth our other dreams too, but just specifically getting pregnant. Absolutely. I have goosebumps as you say that because it's so true. It is so true. In order to conceive, in order to give birth, our bodies need to feel safe. And that's the case, whether we're birthing our babies or birthing our babies in the form of books or projects, our life's work, right? I mean, for someone like me and for you, our life's work is another one of our babies because we are so defined by it. I mean, I don't know about you, but my work burns 
inside of me. If it doesn't get out fast enough, it burns me up. <laughs> you know, I, I would never feel completely at peace or satisfied no matter what I accomplished if I weren't doing the work that I know I was put here to do in this world. And I mean, I'm so deeply satisfied by being a mom and having three delicious babies. I mean, they for sure are my greatest accomplishment. And I couldn't stop there. I still need to do the work that I'm here to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're such a beautiful example that you don't have to choose. Absolutely. Thank God for that. So beautifully. So beautifully. What's it been like for you since April? Mm-hmm. begin to really spread your wings mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur in the digital space. Like what have you learned so far? What are you excited about? What have been some of your growth edges? Yeah, I mean, it's only been a short time. So it has been a short time no pressure with this question. <laughs> oh my gosh, not at all. No, I'm excited to answer this question and to really reflect on this question. So first of all, I am so excited to be able to advertise finally. And it's one thing to have created something so beautiful. And it's another thing entirely for a lot of the world to know that you exist and that it exists so that it can benefit more and more people, right? I don't want this work to directly benefit just hundreds of people. I want this work to directly benefit millions of people. I want the primester, which is the time leading up to pregnancy, when we have this incredible window of opportunity to literally change the genes that we pass down to our children. This isn't just about having fertility challenges. I mean, this is incredibly important if you're having fertility challenges, but the primester is for everyone. And I want the primester to become a household word. And it's really, you know, we live in this time where we have the internet, where that's actually possible in a very new way than it was decades ago. So the opportunity to advertise has just made me giddy The you know, the growth edge is that it's always a process of trial and error, right? It's not like you do, you put something out there one time and if, if you're lucky, it works perfectly the first time. But so for example, we started running ads and within the first 10 days, we could see that there were a lot of things that were going really well, including that there's a lot of demand for the work and that there are places where the data didn't look as good in the funnel. And like the word funnel is totally new to me, right? I mean, I and then when I hear it, I kind of like want to zone now because it's definitely not my zone of genius, but I'm forcing myself to learn about these things that are so essential for doing the work that I'm here to do and for making sure that we do reach millions of women all over the world. So that has really been a growth edge for me, but I continue to feel really excited about it. And you said something so important to me, which really like changed my world. And you said the process is the process like learn to love the process it's never going to be the case that you do it and then you can leave it alone for the all of eternity because it's working well and it will never change right even if it starts out working well things about the internet about social media whatever change and so you're constantly going to be in there tweaking and so you telling me fall in love with the process took so much pressure off of me to feel like, oh my God, this moment is here. This moment that I've been waiting for for 23 years is here. I can advertise and it has to work right away. And 
this was really important for me because my instinct was like, I want to outsource this. I don't want to deal with this. And that's not how it works. That's not the reality. Thankfully, I love looking at the data. And so that part is really exciting for me, but I really didn't want to have to be in that level of minutia about the funnel, but it's absolutely essential that I am. I, I can't outsource that, at least not at this time. Not at not, the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Eventually you can, yeah. but yeah. it really is important that we know what all the pieces are because speaking from experience, mm -hmm. if you outsource the pieces too fast, things can go off the rails and you can lose a lot of money. It's really fast. So true. It's so true. And one thing, one, you know, I'll tell you one really important thing that I've learned. So I've hired a lot of people to help me in different ways and spent a lot of money doing it. And one word of caution for people, anyone listening, because you may be far ahead of me in terms of having used the internet for your business for years or decades already, or you may just be at my, at my same stage and really capitalizing on the tool that is the internet. But when you, even when you hire people to help you, you have to be cautious not to allow yourself or your business to get caught up in their vision as opposed to your vision. And part of that is really remaining vigilant, even though I don't love that word because in science, it's not, you know, it doesn't imply something healthy, but you have to be on top of it. You can't just give it to somebody to do and expect that because they're the expert in that topic and, or that area and you're not that they'll take it over and do exactly what you want. You've got to stay on top of it and make sure that you're keeping it on track. And that has been hugely important for me to learn. Mm, that's yeah, it's super, super important. And I love, I just absolutely love, you know, I took a note about failing faster and I've, I've heard people say that before, but there's something about you, the mm -hmm. way you articulated it with your experience. that's so useful. So where can people go to find out more about your work, your protocol, certainly if they are trying to get pregnant, have friends who are wanting to get pregnant, where should they go? Absolutely. So you can find me at drcleopatra.com. That's dr and then cleopatra.com. And if you already know that you want to take advantage of the primester because you're going to be getting pregnant or planning to get pregnant in the relatively near future, I would say in the next year to two years, this is a great time to start planning in a very deliberate way. If you're somebody who's been trying already and you have been experiencing challenges, then this is something that you want to seize right away to help in many ways reduce your learning curve, right? Yeah. So you can go straight to drcleopatra.com slash protocol. And there you can find information about the protocol and gain immediate access to the protocol as well when you sign up. That's amazing. Well, yeah. I just, I love you. I love your work. I, I just believe you in you too. a million percent. Million. And it's been an honor to work with you. And I'm excited that we still have more time. Me too. And I would say for everybody listening, that right there is everything. I mean, that really encapsulates the experience of working with Kate, which is that, you know, you feel so held and loved and supported. It's mutual. I love Kate so much. And also that she believes in you so deeply as she gets to know your work. She believes in you so deeply. And that means everything. It really does. 
We all need it. It turns out. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That right there can make all the difference in the world, especially if you're someone who doesn't have a lot of people around you who know what you do, who are excited about what you do, who are supporting you and believing in you and what you feel called to do in the world. It's amazing to have that. Well, thank you for saying that Cleopatra and thank you for your time today and just for the, for the work that you're doing. It's It's incredible. My pleasure, Kate. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you are looking to play a bigger game in 2020, if you have big dreams and visions for your business, but you don't want to burn out in the process of doing them and you want to embrace the do less paradigm as you grow your revenue, as you grow your impact, as you grow your audience, as you grow your ability to make change and help people, then perhaps the Origin Incubator or the Origin Mastermind are for you. We're currently taking applications for these two high-level, high-touch programs with intimate, small groups. And we are taking applications on a first-come, first-served basis. So if you are ready to grow your business this year and you have a well-established business already and you want to take it to the next level with my support and the support of our team and the support of the other members of the programs, then head over to katenorthrop.com forward slash mastermind to put in your application.